Hi, this is Bob Shaw. You're listening to Top Shelf Hockey. All things hockey, all the time. Alright guys, welcome back to a new episode of Top Shelf Hockey. The Canucks are shit, the Red Wings are shit, my fantasy team's a complete mess. And uh, But you know, we got a good guest for you on today. Rory, thanks so much for coming on. Thank you for having me again, Bob. It's I'm always happy to be back and do another episode with you. Yeah, well, uh, you know, it's good to have you on. So many things to talk about. First of all, uh, are you still watching the Canucks games, or have you stopped watching those? Um, I did watch their most recent um, reverse retro homestand. I'm not sure how many more games I'm going to watch after seeing them go 0-4 on their homestand and after seeing them only win twice in the month of February, I, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to lose faith in them for this year. How about you? Yeah, no, I don't blame you, man. I mean, we're not Leaf fans. We're not going to put up with pathetic shit. So, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. You better be you know, I mean, for what you I mean, say on the you, podcast. I mean, look, I, uh, uh, you know, we, we, the team's just not playing well. They uh, they need a shake up. Uh, clearly, Jim Benning and Weesbrod and uh, his whole team and whoever the heck replaced uh, Judd Brackett, you know these people gotta gotta you know step it up and fix this thing up. Uh, I think Aquiline, well, Aquiline's probably not gonna fire anybody because you know if you fire someone now, you still gotta pay them their contract. Just yeah. like the Leafs are still stuck pay- paying uh, Mike Babcock's contracts. So um, yeah, no, I, I I but I am like you. I say I've like given up on the team, but I still watch a couple third periods here and there. I watch a little bit of the first period sometimes. Uh, just more, it's more procrastination than actually anything else. But uh, yeah, no, every team I've kind of rooted for this year is just down in the dumps. So things aren't looking too good. I'm hoping uh, Barzell does well with the Islanders, though. I think uh, they're not a fun team to watch necessarily because they're more defensive. But uh, if uh, if there's a team that I guess. I kind of want to do well. Hopefully the Islanders can do well for him. Yeah. Obviously, you know, my uncle's a pretty big Islanders, uh, you know, fan from the old days. Oh, so yeah. Yeah. if they, pretty... if they do well, I think I will definitely hear about it. So <laughs> um, just, just, just for him, I hope they do well just for him. So uh, yeah, that's, good. that's, that's, that's good. the Canucks so far. Yeah. Dude, so sh- anyways, yeah. So uh, other things to talk about. So, uh, let's start off with a little bit of something different this episode. Um, talk about Rory. How did you, how you got kind of into the Canucks, uh, and how you became a fan, and what some of your favorite memories are. Um. Okay, so I started watching them during their 2007 playoff run. I I remember, I just saw a bunch of um, Canuck go Canucks go. The city was starting to um, city was really. You could just tell that the city was excited for them that year in the playoffs. When the playoffs started, there were like, there were a bunch of car flags. And and then that's when, that's when I started watching um, playoff games. And it was, it was an excited way to um, get, in, especially that first round series versus Dallas, which were, there was that four overtime game one. And then that series went seven games. Yeah, no, I have so many memories of that that playoff series against Dallas because that was the first uh, the first playoff series I watched that the Canucks were in, and I'll never forget. I wasn't allowed to watch past I think halfway through the second period because I had a pretty strict bedtime oh, curfew. Man. So, uh, but you know, back then they had this really what what which back then was like revolutionary technology. Yeah. You could wake up the next morning and you could text Google like Canucks 
to like some five 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 number or whatever, and in like two seconds they'd like send you a text back. And back then, this was like pre-smartphone era, so this was like revolutionary. Like I'd wake up the next morning, tell my dad to text it, and he'd be like five four Canucks one, and I just like you'd go to school all happy, oh. try to catch some uh, highlights on. Well, that's Sportsnet connected with Don Taylor or something. Yeah, I was not aware of that. I would always just, I would always just wait for the paper to come in the next day, and then usually the Canucks score would be on the front page, and I have a lot of, have a lot. Of, oh yeah, speaking that, of, memories, I used to collect the, those. <laughs> yeah, same here. Speaking of speaking of memories, the the province was one of my. Uh, I really wanted to, you just buy the province just for those papers or those photos of the class because they had like huge like the whole paper would have like four or five solid pages just of Canucks stuff, let alone the Lions and all the other sports stuff. So, I, I used to yeah I used to cut them out and make like a not a little scrapbook, but I used to collect them just um okay. anything hockey related, especially Canucks related and. Uh, Anything else? If, if there's a goalie from a team that I liked, uh, or Joe Thornton for that matter, <laughs> uh, I collected that. Oh uh, yeah. So yeah, no that uh, that 2017 was special. I don't know if you remember, but I actually think the Canucks. Um, I think we we won Game Three. Yeah. And then um, they they went up three one. Yeah, they went up three one, and then they blew Game five. I think five and six. So it was yes. kind of. Uh, you know, meh. But then they they had a pretty solid game seven. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> obviously that uh, that duck series we lost in yeah. five. But yeah. I think I think it could have easily been. I don't. I think we'd lose the series overall, even if we win. Yeah. Because yeah. we we were up two. We were up two nothing in game four, going into the third period. Oh yeah. Uh, we were up. That. We were up like, I can't remember what, but you know we were at least close in game uh, three. I think it was like two two going to the third period. Yeah. So you know if. If we win one of those games, yeah. you know, it becomes a whole different series. Those one of those games went to over or overtime as well. So, you know, it goes either way. Yeah. But uh, those two home games were uh, the where they really they really set the tone for game five where they lost in overtime. Which was hard. Yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> but uh yeah, so the, those are you brought up some good memories there. Um but uh what do you did you uh kind of get into the Canucks because of Luongo? Uh yeah. I remember my dad told me, "Oh yeah, the Canucks they have this, re- they have this new really good goalie," and I had to, I I had to see for myself, and I saw for myself, he was he was outstanding, especially. I I mentioned it once already, but that that game four overtime game one against Dallas where he made seventy two saves. That's that stuff's unheard of. Yeah, that those first two seasons with Luongo were something unreal. I remember. Uh... He would single-handedly not only steal games, but back then I think he had an extra flair just to make better saves. I think he, um, they told him to kind of you know you don't have to make the big flair saves just as long as you just focus everything on playoff success, especially after his big contract and everything. He became the personal uh, uh, scrutiny, yeah, the guy like I was uh, under all the pressure because he. They also gave him the captaincy, which I remember when that happened. My uncle told me that was like the worst move ever. Oh yeah, um, I didn't really think so at the time because I was like, "Oh well, Luongo is one of our best players; makes sense." But apparently, a lot of purists are uh, against making goalies captain because a goalie can't uh, complain to the referee directly after a goal, like in the sense of like that your captain would go speak to. Him. I don't know, but some people have said it's bad luck. Others have said it doesn't work. So it, they, I guess, they don't do it, but. If someone else knows about it, hopefully I'd like to hear from them why it wasn't always the best case. But um, I I I I think I know the answer to that. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure goalies aren't allowed to um serve as captain 
anymore. And and even before Luongo was named captain, they it was it was actually outlawed a long time ago. I don't remember. It was the last time a goalie was officially captain. It was this guy in the Montreal Canadiens, and I don't know his. I don't remember his name, but I think it, it may have been like in nineteen. It was sometime in the nineteen hundreds, and um, opposing. I think opposing players complained how long it took the, the goalie to um, skate back to his net after talking to the referee. So, believe it or not, that's the reason they they banned it. Pace of play. So, even when Luongo oh, wow. was captain, it, he was the Canucks were still allowed three assistant captains because Luongo wasn't officially a captain, and the goalies can't wear C's. Yeah. I remember he had a little C on his mask, but he couldn't uh, yeah. couldn't put it on his jersey. Yeah, but yeah, that's the reason. Pace of play. Same reason why we have delay game penalties and whatnot. Yeah. Well, you know, I so I saw the uh, I don't know if you saw this. I think uh, the and checklist, but they got fans back in Madison Square Garden, so it obviously brought back memories that I've had with you for two very important Canucks events. Oh yeah. So I kind of wanted to talk about those on this event. The biggest catches. Uh, I'll start with the first one. Uh, meeting Quinn Hughes, Bo Horvat, and pretty much the entire team. And obviously, you know, I'm going to let you talk about your special story with Louis Erickson okay. a little bit. But uh, I knew but, I was uh, going to be bringing this one up today. Yeah, I, I, no, we have to talk with Louis Erickson. That was that was hilarious. I had one with Jacob Markstrom. That was hilarious too. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I'll never I'll never forget this. We uh, just to set the stage here. So this is 2019. Uh, I think it's the spring, right? The Canucks were pretty much out of playoff contention oh, yeah. at this point. I think it was like the last little bit of the season was left over in the regular season because they had just called up Quinn Hughes. Yes. And, uh, you know, anyways, I remember thinking, you know, there's an autograph session. I totally did not understand how this was going to go. I thought it was going to be like a table and there'd be like one Canucks player that would show up. And I remember on Facebook, they said they, they couldn't tell us who it would be. So yeah. we were really taking a gamble of yeah. everyone's like, oh, well, what if it's Pedersen? But it's probably going to be someone like, you know, Alex Edler or something like that. But uh, you know, and then obviously we show up there and, uh, you know, the whole thing's packed. Well, it's like the whole plaza there, the right by the Roger Nielsen statue, just all, all, uh, packed. Oh yeah. And the players start coming out and I'll never forget. I think the first, I had this thing where I was trying to get autographs only of, um, marquee players that had stayed on our team for a decent amount of time. Cause that's fair you know, enough. I, I, yeah. Except, you know, and I remember you had a calendar, you wanted to get most of their, their autographs and, yeah. uh, Obviously, I'll never forget a couple of good moments there. Uh, first of all, Bo Horvath is built like a truck. Yeah. That guy is just so jacked in person. Yeah. Unbelievable. He is, you know, he just comes out there with like, and he's like chewing gum or something. He's yeah. just like signing people's autographs. So, you know, pretty cool to get his autograph because he went on to become the captain. Yeah, I, um, I need to watch his 2020 playoffs highlights again. Like he scored like so many highlight real goals, especially in the St. Louis series. And they're, yeah, they're, they're worth the, watching a that time yeah no absolutely the Canucks have like a 2020 uh playoffs recap for each series like the the blue the St. Louis series the wild series and then the the Vegas series as well and obviously the Vegas one was just Bo- <laughs> yeah <laughs> let's be honest it was um you know Tyler Mott had a good series too yeah, um, yeah. that one but that was we only made it to game seven because because of Demko yeah there's no other way to say um, it but uh, yeah, no. So that was it was cool meeting Bo, and it's nice to see the kind of player he's turned into be or turned out to be, and he's been a great captain so far. Yeah. Um. You know, obviously the team's not doing well this year, but you can't blame it on Bo. No. There's a there's too many things missing there. That's just can't blame it on him. And then obviously my my favorite part, obviously the two uh, 
Uh, the first of all, seeing Quinn Hughes. Quinn Hughes had just gotten called up by the Canucks. Yeah. And this guy, uh, you know, I was telling Nab this the other day. He's listed at five, I think five ten or five eleven, but uh, he looks even smaller in person, or at least back then. You know, he may have uh, gained some weight a little bit because it's been what a year and a half since then, almost two years. Um, but here he showed up and he had like a Canucks PR person or someone like just chaperoning him around. I remember thinking, oh my God, this guy's a little kid. And, uh, but boy, can he skate the greatest skater, I think, of this generation that we can see with puck moving defensemen. Um, obviously, Connor McDavid and I would have to say, would have something else to say about that in terms of overall best skater because Connor McDavid's speed is just something that uh, I, I don't think we've ever seen, you know, just ever. Yeah. But uh, and then Markstrom had a good funny moment. You know, he uh, he wouldn't uh, take photos with us because, uh, you know, quote, he had too many other people to sign. So that was that was kind of embarrassing getting put off by Markstrom in front of everyone. Yeah, uh, he had a good reason. though. <laughs> he, he did have a good reason, but it was, it was just I remember like my face just kind of was shocked. And, uh, and then he moved on. Yeah, but why don't you go ahead and tell your story, the Louis Erickson one? OK, so I had had a Canucks calendar from it was it was from 2018. And so. There were there were a lot of outdated players in there, like the Sedins, who were sadly were no longer with the team when we did our autograph session. And I see Louis Erickson just come to our area, and then I remember that I, Louis Erickson is in my calendar, and I'm just like, I'm I'm gonna go get his autograph because he's here. <laughs> I I have this picture. I might as well get it signed. I'm gonna do it just because I can. <laughs> that's yeah. that's what i said that something along i definitely said the because i can part because you, you yeah you keep reminding me on that part. no it was it was it was it was hilarious it was it was perfect because I, I remember uh, i think if, if i'm correct i don't think louis erickson was actually playing that game he might have been injured um or he was just a healthy scratch i think he might have been injured but i don't remember nope. but he's coming around and uh I'm, you know most of the players came by to give autographs and i remember uh every time there'd be a player that i was kind of like oh i kind of was autographed by i would kind of step forward and if not i just kind of step back and you had the calendar you're going through and all of a sudden you know louis erickson comes around and this guy's wearing like i think he was wearing like one of those uh those suit coats he he was just getting ready to go inside and uh, he's signing autographs and i was like oh look it's louis erickson and this guy's like like right in front of us a couple feet and all i hear all i hear from you is just in a loud kind of voice i guess i'll get it because i guess i can oh my god i hope you didn't hear that that was and it was was just i mean i it was pretty savage. But it was pretty yeah. funny too. I, I will admit, I'll, you know, that's become a running meme. So uh, for for yeah. our group at least, so uh, we'll keep that going. He, was a, he uh, was a great guy, though. I mean, he signed my he signed my um, calendar photo. I mean, he, he 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 was he was a great guy. I mean, like he get he gets a lot of slack in this market for um, not playing up to his six million dollar contract. But I do have to say, I I had a very positive experience with him and. Just, just want yeah, to throw no, that out there for, sure. for Canucks fans. He's uh, Louis. Louis a great player, and it's it's actually kind of funny to remember that, that at one point Louis Erickson used to be an all star. Like the the whole Kessel joke where he uh, gets picked last. He's actually sitting next to Kessel on Team Blue for that year. So I remember watching that clip again, going, "Wait, what? <laughs> Louis Erickson was an all star, and uh, and not too long ago as well. It was only 2011. So he didn't live up to his contract, but uh, you know, obviously he's gonna be the butt end of jokes here." Um, but you know, Benning. I think Benning's got to go. Green's got to go. Uh, this team needs a kickstart. Um, you know, the bottom six definitely needs to be changed. I don't know what they're going to do, um, but uh, you know, it, that definitely needs to go. And the other thing, I, just 
transitioning here. The other memories, obviously, you know, the last game we went to, which was the uh, the Islanders game, right before COVID kind of canceled all sports. Uh, you know, we had the chance to go to the game together and watch uh, Barzell Eberly come to town and uh, Demko, who was a little bit shaky that night, but he, uh, you know, he, we won the game in the shootout. Miller scored, I think, the he winner. Did, yes. Um, yes. And uh, that it was also the interesting about thing about that game was that I remember I've now experienced Canucks games from the greatest bit of luxury. Well, not Canucks game. I watched the World Juniors game from one of the premium suites, and that's like an incredible experience. Oh, yeah. Was Jealous. lucky enough to get tickets yeah. through dad's work yeah. for that. And then the Islanders game we went to, we were literally the last row. Like we were in the upper yeah. bowl, the last row. We were next, like behind us was the wall. And <laughs> yes. You could actually see from our, from yes. I don't know if you could see, probably from your seat as well, but from my seat, you could actually see like the roof kind of tilt this way and there's like a giant hole yeah, I, no, with no, like no. some yeah, piping I remember, thing. I remember and I remember that. thinking, oh my God. Yeah. Like I've now experienced a game from the, one of the, you know, the best luxurious spots, the, the last row. And then also in the upper bowl, I've, you know, I've, there's obviously the one where we, uh, we went with the CIT guys and BCIT and we stuck in the lower bowl. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, there's that. And then obviously I had tickets for another lower bowl, lower bowl game, but I'll tell you what, watching hockey at Rogers arena, any seat you get uh, is just, it's just special. It's just, I love being in a hockey game and I look forward to hopefully being back soon. Um, hopefully the Canucks are, you know, you know, back to their winning ways yeah. like they were last season. Yeah. And uh, cause I don't think we'll see fans for the rest of this season. So hopefully when the next season kicks around, we can go to a game together. Yeah. That, I look, I, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. I, <sighs> It, it's been too long. I, I, I like to go to at least one game every year. This year, it doesn't look like I'll be able to go to one. So, I'm, I'm, even though they haven't been great this year, I, I'd still like, I'd still love to go go back there again soon. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully soon we can uh, get going. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll end with this. Uh, a little bit, a little bit of a shorter episode, but um. Just your thoughts on how the season's gone so far. Do you think the uh, Oilers can uh, uh, do well this year in the playoffs? I and mean, obviously, they have two of the best players in the game. But at the same time, they're they're the Oilers. They've kind of you know teased everyone a little bit and doing well at the beginning, and then let everyone down. Um, but you know, playoffs can be different this year. Can they come out of the North Division? Uh, I think it's I think it's between them and the Maple Leafs, and the and. Both those teams are built very similarly, so it, in my opinion, it could be either one of them that ends up going to the third round of the playoffs and emerging as like the, shall we say, victor of the North Division. How about you? Yeah, no, I, I, I think you're right. Those two teams do definitely seem like they'll come out of the, or they'll be the last two standing in the North. But uh, you never know. I think Winnipeg is someone that you can't count out because they've got the experience. Um, they're always a team that as a franchise, ever since they've kind of come back, they've always been kind of a hardworking team that uh, surprised people. And obviously 2018, they went pretty yeah. far and lost to a team that was, you know, Vegas, um, unfortunately, yeah. um, was looking forward to a Winnipeg Washington final. I don't know how that would have went, but uh, it would have been exciting for sure. So who knows how the North is going to go, but I guess the last word I'll give to you is this, uh, any other team or topic you want to bring up? Uh, I don't, personally have anything but thanks for asking <laughs> well thanks Rory so much for coming oh, it was, on uh, it was a pleasure uh, it was know, great just a little 
yeah, it's a little Sunday night rumblings or musings because uh, I'm kind of just spitting out here that uh, nothing seems to come out straight or right here. But uh, hopefully it's coherent enough for a decent episode. And, uh, you know, thanks for coming on. Yeah.